0: Peeps, this is Damon Stoudamire, aka Biggie Small, and I am today's guest on Let's Get Technical with Bonzi and She, powered by Ballers Life.
1: Yo, yes, yes, yes. Hey, I'm definitely excited, your brother, man. I'm I'm so glad to have Damon Stoudamire here, my my brother, and. Bonzi Wells brother, my know, brother. Mad, mad years out there in Portland, and um, man, it was just—it's just a pleasure to have you on the show with us today, good brother, man. Appreciate all the love.
0: You already know, you know I'm excited to be back on, and you guys stepped your game up a little bit, you know. <laughs> you know yeah, that's what happens, man? You know, you guys are doing a great job.
2: Yeah, we we on a new platform, big man. You know, we don't stepped it up, man. Baller's life has been blessing us, man, with with everything. So it's been it's been great. But big, we uh we really appreciate you coming on and um I know you got a lot going on in your life right now and let's just kind of catch up and just talk about where you're at. You made a big jump from college to the pros. Let's talk about it. Boston Celtics.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh you know, it's a great situation. <clears throat> I think we all, you know, we all watch Boston, you know, throughout the last three, four years and you know, we know the talent that they have over there. And you know, um, you know, they made a coaching change and they hired Emay Eme Udoku, who we all know on here. And Eme yeah, you know, yeah. That's our brother, man. man. Uh, you know, proud of him, you know, for for getting this opportunity and, you know, Boston believing in him. And, um, you know, he reached out to me and, you know, obviously I felt like it was an opportunity that I couldn't pass up. You know, um, you know the biggest thing is, is that when you look at Boston, you're you you you're building a team around two young players, you know, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, uh, who are obviously two of the best players in this league. You know, um, it's just a matter of them growing, you know. The, the biggest thing is, is, you know, when I see that, guys, it kind of reminds us, kind of, I shouldn't say us, I say us meaning you two, but it reminds me of us when we were younger. Yeah. And I always say to myself, I just wish, you know, and I don't want to go into it because we talk about it <laughs> I just wish that, you know, Boston has been, and I thought Brad Stevens did a great job. They went to three straight conference finals. And for them not to not to break that up just like that because, you know, some, things didn't happen that way and letting them grow, man, you got to believe that as we move forward, um they'll only get better. Their leadership would get better. Their accountability would get better. And that's the biggest thing I look forward to with this group. You know, them growing into leadership roles, them them being able to bring everybody together. And that's that's what excites me, honestly. that That's the biggest thing. So
1: so with, with that, I know it's a huge transition, right? Of course, because with you playing in the league, you carry that experience with you. But when you went and coached at Pacific for those few years, and you know, you you were in a different, a different role than being the head coach of young men who are trying to get to the level where you played at. But now, as Bonzi mentioned, you got that call up, so you're on a level. What do you feel like you can bring to that young team that can maybe put them over the hump from being, you know, as you mentioned, three straight conference finals. Maybe they can get over that hump with some of your words of wisdom along with you showing them. What do you think you could bring?
0: I'm going to tell you, there's, there's one thing that correlates no matter what level of basketball you're on, and that's relationships. And I think that, you know, talking to those guys and making sure their head space is right. You know, it's, it's so crazy, you know, um, when you get, when you get to the NBA and, and, you know, you're trying to do special things, it's, it's just the little things. It's, it's about this much that separates, you know, a lot of the players and it all has to do with your mental and your mindset yeah, and, and how you view things, you know? And so that's to me is going to be one of my biggest assets because, um, you know, being that I play in league, um, you know I, I, I know, I know those stresses, I know I know certain things. And it's just a matter of, of, of putting your arm around these guys and, you know, developing relationships. Because I, I've always said it, and I, and I believe this 100%. And it's crazy because now that I'm going back to an assistant role, I always said that if I was an assistant again, I said, I'll be better than the last time I was an assistant because I sat in that seat before and I know exactly what he may need, and I and I and I know that uh, you know keeping guys, you know, mentally prepared, keeping guys mentally fresh, those are the things that are going to help him be a successful head coach. So for me, that that is the one biggest thing: the, the correlation between the relationships, the relationship that you're able to have with the players, and then. Uh, the biggest thing is not always the basketball working on your game is what's going on between the years at, at, at the same time
2: Yeah And you just mentioned Dame about relationships, you know and, and and people don't really understand the dynamics with email coach email and, and yourself, you know email was you know our young guy, you know somebody that you raised up from a young end and somebody that me and Rashid met once we got to Portland, but now he's going to be like you mentored him now he's going to be the head coach and you're going to be his assistant How how is that dynamic going to play out and i know he is a very respectful guy and i know he loves you like a big bro but how do you do you think that's going to be that's going to be different for you
0: uh you know i i don't think it'll be different i mean you guys know how i am yeah you know and the biggest thing i think what makes him comfortable is that i don't have an ego about none of that you know i've I, yeah. I, I've been fortunate, I've been a head coach. And the biggest thing for me is to help him be successful. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters to me. Um mm-hmm. like I said, now that I am an assistant again, I feel like I, I can be a hundred times better because I thought I knew but I didn't know. Yeah. Because I hadn't been a head coach. And so the things that I things that I'll do and, and, and the way that I'll approach him is 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 little things, subtle things, reminders. You know, because those are the things that you that you forget that about. Older, yeah. It's just the little things, you know. Don't, don't forget, we talked about this this morning. You know, you got to. You know, what I mean, it's just yeah. it's just exactly. the little things. And I think us as a staff, that's just gonna that's gonna be the most important thing for us to to just help him, um, you know, in all those in all those areas, so he can concentrate on on the job at hand.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah, and that's and like you said, this is your second go round with it. Um, for those who don't know, you coached in Memphis as well, but I, I definitely feel you with with saying that because it takes it's a team effort, you know. Yeah. Everyone thinks that it's it's always the head coach that's doing it, doing that, mastermind, blah blah blah. But it's it's all in one hand, you know. Come on with the other. But I will say you are going to two different extremes, good brother. Right. So the nice, the nice, nice. No Pacific Coast Highway. to so now <laughs> you're getting snowstorms every weekend.
0: <laughs> well, I, tell, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what. I, I haven't been in that cold weather and lived in it since I actually lived in Toronto when I, was, you know, my first three years. So definitely got to get out there and get my skull cap game back up. I got to, I, I got to get my big coat game back up. You know, I, I haven't had to wear big. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. I'm up here. I'm debating now whether I'm a, I'm gonna get a house or might just do a condo. So I had an underground parking. You know what I mean? I need that <laughs> underground parking. All the different things, the concierge. You know, I'm. It would be lovely if somebody can change my diaper from that standpoint because I sure don't want to go outside and be shoveling snow. Double no on that
1: snow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, but, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm also, I'm also, I'm also excited. I'm also excited. It's crazy. I'm excited. From the standpoint of this, uh, I haven't been in a city, um, you know, in Toronto, it was, it was different, but I haven't been in a city that I feel like, and she's you played in Boston, I haven't mm-hmm. been in a city where they love all the sports teams out there. And there's just a whole lot going on from that perspective. So, you know, in addition to us, you have the Patriots, you know, you had the Red Sox, man, it's exciting times for me. So. You know, it's just a lot. It's going to be a lot to do in your spare time. And I'm just excited, man, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go.
1: And so, Big, speaking of Toronto, good brother, I mean, you know, we both played in the NBA. We both experienced some things. But how did it feel to be the number one pick of the expansion fr- franchise, Toronto Raptors, back then in 95 during our draft? Like, what, what was going through your head when – it's like in the Toronto Raptors, select,
2: <laughs> <David
1: Stoudemire." laughs> like, what was going through your head,
0: man? Man, at, you know, at, at that time, I was just happy to get drafted, you know. Word. So I didn't even think about playing in Toronto, I just happy to get drafted, it didn't matter. But then, when, but then when I went back, when we, you know, because you went before me, we went back to the green room and you know, we're talking to the media and everything. I was getting, you know, questions about, uh, how does it feel that you could possibly be the face of the country? And that's kind of when it started hitting, Wow! I I leave the green room and then, you know, I go back to the draft is right there. You know, obviously Toronto's headquarters was literally set up, uh, you know, two minutes away um mm-hmm. I, I go in there and then i see isaiah thomas and, you know i see walker d russell and oh. you know the whole board. and i was just like wow you know so what what people don't know is leading up to that draft and i remember this um i remember this vividly so i was talking to my my coach um Oster, oh. uh, and coach. Uh, and so we were playing michigan in Auburn Hills, and he told me, you know, that, you know, Isaiah was a big fan of mine. So what happened is, is as we're playing Michigan, just as Isaiah would do, and she, I know you, you were in New York, just as Isaiah would do, he said, he sat and watched games in the tunnel. And, and, and the whole game we played Michigan in Auburn Hills, he was in the tunnel. And what, what would be the home team's tunnel she, because you mm-hmm. obviously played for Detroit, he was in that tunnel and every time I would look, I, w- I would kind of look over there at him if I did something nice and <laughs> he was staring right at me. And, and and you know what? I don't know. I felt the real, I really felt the connection with him. Um, I went out to Toronto to work out um, and he basically told me that if, that if KG was there at seven, he was gonna take him, but he didn't believe he was gonna be there that long. And if I if I was around, so if it was if KG wasn't there then he was going to draft me and um, I didn't even really work out we just talked we talked ball I mean just about as good a dude as I could really come in the league with because it wasn't even really about him being my GM um, I can remember uh, flying flying to uh, flying out to uh, Michigan and uh, going to his house and you know Lynn embracing me and you know me and me and Isaiah just sitting there, and, and that's when Lauren and and you know uh, Joshua were little kids and, and <laughs> braced me like I was part of their family, man. And now come on now, it, it's it's like Saturday afternoon, and I'm sitting in Isaiah Thomas' house chilling. <laughs>
1: just you know chilling.
0: I mean? I'm just chilling, you know what I mean? Like like I'm like I'm like I'm one of the family, and that's how he treated me. He treated me as as one of the family, you know, met his mom, you know, knew all his brothers, um, you know, it was it was, you know. For me, um, it, it I, I couldn't have came in the league with with a better uh, organization and then forget the fact that he was general manager and all that stuff, a better mentor, you know, for me, kind of kind of showing me the way.
2: Yeah. That's awesome, bro. You've been you've been definitely blessed and a lot of people don't get an opportunity to have a mentor or somebody to take, the, you know, a player under their wing like like Isaiah did for you and kind of teach you the ropes. So you've been blessed. So let, let's fast forward to to now. You're about to go through one of your first your first draft with the Boston Celtics. you got a couple of nice stars up there with um, Tatum and Brown. I mean, those two superstars. I mean, those guys are are, are the future of the NBA what would you guys be looking for since you traded away one of your superstars at Kemba Walker? What are you guys going to be looking for within the draft, and what are you expecting out of those two big two moving forward through the season?
0: Well, you know, uh, Wells, I, I haven't really been privy to those conversations, but in the dialogue with Emay you know, and talking with him, uh, you know, we're just looking for you know, Jason and Jalen to just continue to grow. Yeah, you know, I think I, I I personally think that you know you can look up and that can be the best tandem in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the games are different, so they so you know you're not fighting each other. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of them finding a balance, uh, coexisting together all the time, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's for me. That's what that I want to help. That mm-hmm. I really do. Um, when I look back through my time in the NBA as a player, and player only, um, and obviously Ema was 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 there in San Antonio, and I can only I can only go off of what I've seen. You know, I thought you know Popovic handled it. Popovic and the staff handled that that nucleus, that big three, really well,
2: mm-hmm. and were able
0: to put the right pieces around it to to, to make it thrive and be successful. Um, I think it has to be. I think it has to be some give and take. Um, the one thing I know about good players, great players is they want to be coached. Um, so we got to coach both of those guys to match that talent and get it all out of them. Um, that's the only thing I care about. Um, I want to be able to love on them, but I also want to be able to be tough with them and let them know when they're not doing what they need to do, because a lot of people are going to be looking at them. You, 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 you guys know, we've all, we've all been the guys on our team at one time or another. And, uh, you know, you, you got to be help, You got to be able to hold your best players accountable yeah. uh, if you want to be successful. Right. And for me, um, that's how that's how I, that's how I see the situation with, with those two great players.
1: <clears throat> yeah, they, they definitely are. I would say some of that uh, new good young blood that's out there in the league. <laughs>
0: no and question.
1: With the league needs too, because yeah, uh, you know, I definitely get down with both of them. Yeah.
0: You know, you just if you think of, if you just if you just think about it right. You know, and you know, Boston cost some bad breaks this year. Yeah. You know, but I mean they have been to three straight conference finals, you know, before this season. And uh that means a lot. You know, think about it, fellas. When we was together, we went to two straight.
2: Yeah. We
0: probably was headed for three straight two, but they broke the squad up, you know what I mean? So it's it's hard it's hard to do. But when you get a nucleus like that, if you just let it grow. Cause these guys are so young man yeah. so to me to me the thing about it is is that you know coming from college and then looking at these guys these guys are pros and yes we know that they're pros but they're still human too man and that yeah. the human element the human element of all this stuff is what we be forgetting about sometimes we start critiquing we start doing these different things but we can get the love on them yeah.
2: and, mm-hmm. and if you
0: love on them then you come behind them with the tough love you tend to get the best out of folks, you know what I mean? So yeah, fact.
1: yeah that's a little you know, little coaching tips and tricks. Yeah, I, I picked up and learned too oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> along that way. Yeah,
2: Dane definitely told me that when I started my, my coaching carousel. He told me I had to learn that trade and that definitely uh, paid off for me tremendously.
0: So. Hey mm-hmm. go ahead, well go ahead. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead, brother. This, bro, no, I'm bro. gonna say is it's sugar and hot sauce is what I like to call it because you know sometimes you like just get- <laughs> You know, you got You gotta be able. You gotta be able to get it to your best players, man. I, I always say this. I believe this. I, I do believe that. You know, you got to coach role players. I don't know if role players necessarily lose games, but yeah. I don't. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying that. You know, they can't be a fault sometimes. But what I'm saying yeah. is, is you always want to tone win, lose, or draw from your best players. Yeah. Uh, and whether you go out of there with a win or a loss, because we've all been there, we've lost games. We was like, man, they are just a better team that But it yeah. didn't have to do with our energy and our effort.
2: Yeah. And
0: the right. one thing, and the one thing that we know about about NBA is this energy and effort. When we, when you don't come out and play with energy and effort, the skill don't matter at that time anymore. Okay, you can turn it on and turn it off at times, but if you, but if you, but if you keep that, if you keep that foot on the pedal. And you got a constant motor, and you're able to do that like guys rock with you, and that, that's 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 how I see this situation. Yeah, definitely.
2: Well, well, let us well, talk about what we got going on in the NBA Finals. We, we're seeing two to, two of the smallest market teams ever in NBA Finals, and it's it's big. I mean, you have big stars in in Giannis, you have big stars in Devin Booker and Chris Paul. How do you how do you feel about the matchup, Dame? And what are some of your insights on some of the plays that's going on within the, um, the playoffs?
0: Well, you know, number one, I'll just say I, I'm happy that this is the first time we we're watching the finals where it's the unknown. I love it. I love the unknown. We're yeah. usually watching the usual suspects, but we have we have a group of stars that are that that are in this finals <laughs> that somebody's going to win their first title. It doesn't yeah. matter who it is, somebody <laughs> first. Yeah. Title. You know, so we're gonna have to elevate them a little bit, and you know, um you know, the second piece to that is, is regardless of how they got there, because you know we know Phoenix played some in- injury riddled teams. Um, we can sit up, sit up here and maybe say, okay, maybe Milwaukee you know, don't get there if Kyrie injured. But the way I look at it is, is that man, they there now. Yeah. You know, and 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 you know, I think it's been a hell of a series up to this point. You know, Chris Paul. For me I, I told somebody for me he's turned back the clock man and he looked every bit he look every bit as good at 36 as he did when he first came in league yeah. as a as a sophomore of uh, leaving weight uh you know he sets he set the tone for team. um mm-hmm. he's, allowed devin, he's allowed devin booker to be devin booker but the biggest thing the but the biggest thing and you know i i know y'all appreciate this because we talk about it all the time, you know. We did it a lot in Portland, man. I just really like the way that, that Deandre Aiden is playing. You know, for me, I, I think Deandre Aiden is like one of the only big dudes up in here that's punishing that mismatch when they throw it to him. Yeah. He makes ups, he makes dunks, you know. So, I just really like that Phoenix team. And then Milwaukee, you know, it's crazy. Um, I think about game if if i had to say you know because i i I watched them but i didn't really watch the whole series against until starting about game five i felt like from game five on i felt like they became a different team and i think that that catapulted them into the playoffs, and 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 excuse me into the finals but you know right now um you know it, it just you know, as I watch the finals, I get it. Even though they got their butts kicked last night, I just I like, <laughs> I like Phoenix, man. I like the guards, man. I just
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm I don't I don't see Devin Booker shooting like that again. No. Uh, I don't see I don't see CP off his off his stride again. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, DeAndre Aiden is doing him. You know, the Bridges kid is really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they 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 listen. Phoenix is is they're playing about as good a basketball as as, as you see collectively as a group. Everybody is coming on the floor is contributing for them, and you know I tell you what, uh, I'm glad that Milwaukee won because it's gonna make for an entertaining game. tomorrow. I tell you, uh, if 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 Milwaukee to me, Milwaukee has to play tomorrow's game like a game seven. They can't go back to Phoenix down 3-1. No. They couldn't go down 3-0, but they can't go down 3-1 either. They got they they got a whole serve. If they want any chance in this series. So right. Um, right. And, th- and then lastly, with everything that I'm saying, it's crazy because we, we, we talked about it a little bit off there, you know, haven't even talked about Giannis and, and, and my man is two straight 40 40 and 10. 40 and 10 games. Yeah, he had to, you know, and and uh oh, you know, it's just he's he is he is, you know. I hear a lot of people ridicule this game, man, but I don't know. We trying to ridicule, it, you know. So, you know, we just gotta, we just we just gotta, you know, we just gotta enjoy it, man. And you know, this kid, he got he got a lot of room for growth, and let's see what he does tomorrow, man. He got to bring it home, but we'll see. Yeah, you definitely – I I know for me, myself,
1: being an old head, I definitely tip my hat to Chris Paul um, because he, he's making, for sure, making DeAndre Aiden look a kajillion times better than, you know, what he is. But Chris Man. Paul has that, has that knack of – but listen, it's no disrespect. Chris Paul has that knack of doing it with a lot of the bigs he played with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you look at it, he did that with, um, with Jordan in – L.A. when they were with the Clippers, you know, yep. what, would, what would they call themselves? Lob City? Lob City, yeah. Um, yeah, he well, made – made, and Blake, he made those guys look good. And also what? Didn't he have uh, Tyson Chandler, I think, Chandler, or, I, I, or I mean, in New Orleans? Yeah, I played with him last year. Yeah, he had Tyson Chandler. Yeah. Out. Yeah,
0: so. Um, he
1: definitely made – he definitely make his, his big men yes. uh, a, a lot better. You know what I'm saying? He definitely incorporates them into the game, especially now, I think, with it being so important is – as you mentioned bigs aiden is he just punishing the 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 small threes that's guarding them because you know they all want to go five wide in the corner and he hits them with that pick and roll every time you know you can almost it's, it's not as good but on some ways it's, it's a little bit the same way with his effectiveness with you know the same way uh stockton and malone was and aiden you know he can't shoot i'm not calling him alone I'm not calling him alone, Bonzi, because I know that's what you're about to say.
2: He's in his second year. He's in his second year, She Dang.
1: (laughs) But, but no, he just finishes well around that basket. I mean, shit, it's a two-foot bucket that Chris Paul sets him up with every time,
2: dog. Every time. Well, well, it's funny, Big. You know, we talked off the air about this certain player named Giannis, and I love the way you, you broke down this game, but it's somebody that I know that don't feel the same way. Why do you think Giannis is getting so much hate in the playoffs so much? I mean, I know he's shot a couple air balls, he's had a couple bad games, but you gotta think about this man. He's he hyperextended his knee where a lot of people probably would have sat out. He came in, he 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 played maybe his worst game of the season in game one, but these last three games he's been playing by a monster like a monster. Why do you think
0: he received so much hate? I mean, we we gotta hate somebody, I guess. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I just, you know, as as I watch the game, and you know what? I become a bit sensitive and soft as I become a coach, man, because I just don't always want to beat down the player like it's they fought all the time. But this is what I say we, I, you know, I, to me, man, Giannis is an athlete playing basketball. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, you like, like, Giannis is a world class athlete that, that's playing basketball. And he's won two MVPs and truth be told he's still got a ceiling that's probably as high as is higher higher than anybody in the league. So all I'm saying is that that's scary. If he, if he actually get that ceiling, yeah you know, um you know that could be really you know I mean I'm just saying like you know he's he's you know he's he's right now he puts his head down and he's 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 <laughs> He's running cats over and everything, but, you know, I just feel like he still has a, has a ceiling and he's 26 years old. So I think a lot remains to be seen and I don't know. Um, and I'm not with him every day and in, in the different things, but you know, whether it's him or whether it's Chris Paul, which one, um, but I, I would tend to lean toward Giannis more. So in this sense, I would be interested to see how that catapults his, his career moving forward if he was able to bring these guys back and win a chip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, cause now you got the MVPs to go behind the chip. You know, we, we, we all know once we, you know, whatever that might have been for us as individual players, when we get to that point, it's like, Oh man, I figured it out. Everything gonna slowed down.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, and yeah. to me, at, at times things haven't slowed down. He's won MVP twice. <laughs> like, yeah. like, so I'm I'm just interested, man. That the, I'm interested in game four, and I'm interested to just see the growth of him just throughout this series. But like I say, well, you know, we gotta have a protagonist and we gotta have an antagonist. And my well, thing is that I try to, I try to I try to give everybody the other side, you know. So everybody's saying, well, man, he can't shoot threes, he airballing free throws. Well, that just means he hasn't figured it out
2: yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, damn I, I want to hear from the antagonist too, named uh, Mr. Wallace. Mr. Wallace, I, let me direct that same because you're a power forward, Chief, and he plays your yep. position. Yep. Let me hear because we we talked about it off off air. We would love to hear your position on Giannis.
0: Well, hold on. well first 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 of all, look, I had this. First of all, Giannis can't shoot. This dude right here, you know, different <laughs> mentality, right? And then first of all, Giannis can't shoot threes like she. He can't. We playing. I'm, not, I'm not
1: even putting that into the equation, no, <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: okay. Okay.
1: I, I need to. Okay. Let me hear. Let let's So, hear so this, here, team. here's, here's my thing. Here's why I'm giving him so much flack right now. Because all right, this is your third trip to the NBA Finals, right? Here it now, is. As, as you, as you is your, or second. This but
0: is but his first, first trip. First, first. I'm, trip.
1: My bad. But two time MVP, right? Yeah. So you want to get to that plateau to where you do win it, right? So, as you mentioned, I agree. If Kyrie would, wouldn't have got hurt, yeah, that would have been a tough series for them Yeah, um, Uh for the last one. But my thing where I lost a lot of respect for him is, again, if you two-time MVP, yeah, we all know you can't shoot. But for that, you make it up with other accolades. Okay, he's a good defender. He's yeah. a good rebounder, right? But then – it comes time. You got the sniper. And, and when KD plays, to me, we all can agree on this, that he's the best player in the league. He's the most efficient, and he's the best player in the league. Right? Yeah. So here it is. If I'm the two-time MVP, I'm supposed to be the man on my squad. Right? You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to ask uh, uh, the guy who just came on the team and P.J. Tucker, who's a good defender and not knocking him, taking nothing away. I'm yeah. not going to sit up there and ask Drew to guard him neither, not – Taking nothing away from him, but both of them are too small. KD's seven feet, seven one. So when he jumped, he's shooting right over him. Well, Lopez is too slow to guard KD. So now, who's the best matchup to guard KD? Hmm. Giannis. Where is Giannis? Giannis is guarding other guys who's not influential in the offense on both teams. To me, I, I can't get with that because I lay my hat on defense. And, and to me, that's how he won his. Uh, MVPs is on defense because we know the shit Dan wasn't on offense and you can't win no um, MVPs doing a Euro step forever <laughs> so we we know this but right. no you can't be hiding here it is they got their best player with the ball this for game and KD barely missed that John yo he yeah. barely missed it so just think if <laughs> if Giannis here it is I'm I'm contesting too and you're right there with him it's going to be a harder shot that's all I'm saying don't run from that challenge you two time MVP. How the hell are you gonna run from the challenge of guarding one of the best players in this game right now, man? That's all I'm saying about the bull. And then here it is in the Atlanta series and now with the Phoenix series. Okay, they don't have that that caliber sniper of KD, but you know, Devin Booker is awesome. You know, and in, in Atlanta, of course, they was riding the coattail to Trey Young, but in those series, now you all, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's get there. You all like you weren't doing that in the Brooklyn series, dog. That's what I'm saying. Two-time MVP though, huh? And defense. That's my
2: take.
1: Yeah, that's my take. Damn, well, tell,
2: tell them how you really feel then, she sweet. Tell them why you
1: mad, son.
2: <laughs> sweet
0: Jesus. No. You know uh, so you think about you think about this though, So you so I'll add to that story. I, I'll add to what she said. So people so people so people in peanut gallery know knows why he why he is the way he is. So we used to have shoot arounds in Portland. So she come in, peeps, he come in with his uh on the on <laughs> bows and the arenas were really cold back then. We weren't in practice facilities and all that. And, you know, we used to wear our practice jersey, you know, with, with our sweatshirts underneath and stuff. And anyway, we we going over the scout reports now. It didn't matter if we played Carl Malone, Tim Duncan, KG, Charles Bar- mm-hmm. did all them guys at that time. I have my skull cap on right now. If it wasn't the summer. I put I put it to the side. It, <laughs> BC. BC. And then we'll go over the We'll go over the scouting report. And then you go, go over like, what well, we doing. Okay, we're gonna double. And she'd be like, We're not doubling, dog. <laughs> I got it. We get into the game. It's, it's so funny because it's not like nobody was going to double. We'd be in the game. And next thing you know, one of them catch the ball. She'd be like, I got it, don't come. Stay. <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> so I can live with what you just said. I can live with that. I can live with that. I can yeah, then it. I, I, I
1: I, I, Here's the other thing about it, to me, that, that gets me a little bit even more riled up, yo. Who's Giannis's favorite player? It's KD. KD. <laughs> so here it is. OK, I'm playing against my idol. I'm not going to bitch and run. Kobe ain't run when he first time he played against Mike. You you know what I'm saying? You ain't run when the first time you played against your idol. Bonds, you ain't run the first time you played against yours. And I ain't run the first time no. I played against Pat Ewing. But you won't. Bro, come on. I, so, Hey, so what else?
2: <laughs> I already know. So let me ask you all this question. Do y'all think a guy like Giannis will benefit from a better coach a better team of friends around him or both both what you think big
0: you know I, like i said I, i'm sen- I, I get sensitive with the with coaching piece i just think that <laughs> i just think that when i look at Giannis, i just think he got a lot i just think he got a lot of room for growth man yeah i, I don't know that, that That's all I say is I, when I, when I look at, when I look at him, I just look at a guy that, when I look at his face, he, you know, he, he yearns for the answers. I don't think, you know, I've never heard him, like I said, I've never heard him make an excuse and all that. And that's, and that's really what I love about him. And like you say, sometimes we, and, 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 and she, you know, your points were valid, but I think that sometimes other people pick at him because he might not just say nothing back, (laughs) you know, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we like to pick at the people that don't talk back. You know what I mean? But you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm just saying, man. Like they three wins away, um, and he has a Harper. chance to. He has a he has a chance to change his legacy moving forward. Doesn't matter how you got there. People can say, oh, it was injuries. It was that." Well, uh, I remember. I remember when Isaiah Thomas twisted his ankle and they lost the Lakers. I also remember the next year, Matthew Johnson sprained his hamstring, Byron Scott got injured and, and, uh, and uh, they beat the leg. you know, it's just, it's, injuries is a part of sports, man, yeah. it happens. And, you know, you got I, one thing about it, you got to take advantage and seize the moment. So we'll, we'll, we'll see.
2: Yeah. And, and I, I've definitely said that before that every, every team, every year that lost can, can can speak on their team, having an injury or facing some type of adversity you know, during the season on why they didn't win. So so, so you spoke on it earlier, and I, we, I've been having this debate with Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, and all these guys about Chris Chris Paul and being a point guard and his legacy and coming from one of the top point guards in the history of the game as yourself. Where do you see Chris Paul's legacy being, and where, where would you rank him at, Damon, in, in terms of point guard, or would he have to win a championship for you to even elevate himself in that ranking?
0: I, I... – i look at point guards i look at point guards different than a lot than a way a lot of these guys look at point guards mm-hmm. you know i i think you know i'll say i'll say this first i you know i keep hearing everybody say steph is a point guard i think steph is just a guard i think steph is a i think steph is in a category over here
2: with kobe and mike the greatest
0: scores well I wouldn't even say that I think he's just created his own lane. I think we gotta put him in a almost a lane of his own because you know, he's a uh, you know, he can play with it or he can play without it, but we just hadn't seen nothing like it. So when you hadn't seen nothing like it, you just try to put him in where it's <laughs> supposed to be. Is. Yeah, yeah. And uh and uh I just don't I don't I don't I don't think I don't think that he's a point guard. Do I think he's one of the best players to play the game? I do, but I don't think the point guard. Um, when I look at Chris Paul and 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 the point guards that that I've seen, and I do my stuff differently, man. People try to put airs, and I didn't see these guys play, so I can't put guys in there that I didn't see play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just for me. So when I look at point guards, you know, obviously for me. When I think of point guards, the first two people I think of is Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas. There ain't no debate for me. Them are the first two guys I think about, and I think that uh, after that, I have no particular order with who I'm about to say. But it's it's who I think, you know. It's who I think. I, I would throw I would throw John Stockton up in there, yeah. you know, because I don't think people have no clue. Like what dude really used to do to the games? Now we know because we played him in some wars down there. Yeah, and, and you know, I thought dude was pretty damn good. I thought he was pretty damn good because when you look look at those Utah teams, they weren't really that good. Him and Malone made everything click. Yep, yep. You no, know? um, so I got those. I got those guys there. Um, I got for me. I got Jason Kidd, uh, and like I said once again. I'm going off the guys that i seen play. Yeah. I can't go off guys that, I, that I'm only watching highlights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and I thought the reason I put Jay Kidd up in there is because of why when he won that title in Dallas, that elevated his status. Yeah. Yep. That elevated his status for me. He was always one of the best, but that elevated his status. He got a title behind his name. Yes, sir. So I think that Chris Paul is no different. I think that if he wins a title, and not only if he wins the title, is how he's playing right now. Yeah, you know he's he's not playing like he's on the downside of his career. He has he's he's a big part of what they're doing. I mean, right now, I mean, his mid range is just straight wet. Right right now, every time he shoots the ball, you think it's going in. Am I right? Like every every time Chris, Chris Paul has become a better shooter. Than he was earlier in his career. Every time Chris Paul come off a ball screen and he, he and he get to his spot, he don't see them dudes. They can't they can't block his shot. They can contest it. It don't matter. It's still going in. That's how he's playing. So for me, yes, Chris Paul, definitely for me, if he wins a title, he, ele- he elevates himself in, in, into 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 that talk as one of the top five point guards of of, of all time.
2: I respect that.
1: I respect that. Yeah, fact. Fact. So, no, I I'm I'm with you. You know, he's definitely and, a game changer, and then, dog.
0: And then you say like I say this again too, just once again for the people. Steph Curry in a lane of his own, man. We, we listen, we start trying to make stuff up, man. We don't know what lane he in. Mm-hmm. We don't know what well, lane. See,
1: <laughs> you, you know what it is though, Biggs? It's like it's like to be honest, Chris Paul isn't doing nothing different with his game. It's yeah. just the fact that the game around them has evolved. And like you just mentioned, we're in today's game, a lot of the people are used to seeing the Steph Curry, the Steph Curry 3, Steph Curry 3. You know, you have a lot more players pulling up from 45, 50 feet, thinking that it's a good shot. You know, Steph, Steph Curry 3. But Chris, even even if you go back and look at his, his yeah. you know, earlier films, yeah, he was always going with the mid-range. But as you mentioned, yes, as he got, as he became that veteran, that, yeah. that mid-range became more wet. And I think it stands out now. The same thing, if you ask me, with um with Westbrook, with him taking the mid-range shots. I think they it, it stands out now with them because we're so used to seeing, you know, 35 threes, 43s hoisted up a game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now here we got an a all-star point guard, you know, a veteran point guard who is just showing you that, look, now I'm going to stick with this old shit that I'm doing right here. Yeah. So as soon as you try to step up to block my shot, boom, Aiden, ah, boom, boom, Booker, corner, three, boom, McHale, Bridges, corner, three, boom. I'm going to just keep it simple. And that's all he's doing, man. I, I don't think he's really doing nothing different. And he is playing phenomenal ball right now. I,
0: I, I don't and Bonds, who who,
1: who 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 was my my who was my, my pick before all of this started? Can you tell me?
2: You call Phoenix early. And you call Phoenix early. You call Phoenix early. You know. You know it's crazy. You know I I got a chance to play with CP back in um 08. You know he was he was young in the league. You know I used to tell people back then Chris Paul could average 30 points in this league if he wanted to, but he's such an authentic point guard that he you know the team we had back then if you think about this crew we had. He would start at the point. We had Morris Peterson at the two, Pages Schiakopit at the three, David West at the four, Tyson Chandler at the five. So you basically had two snipers on the wing. You had a pick and roll rim guy in Tyson Chandler, and you had a a pick and pop guy in David West. So he used to just work the screen and roll and get everybody in position to get shots every single night, and he just made everybody better. And when I got on the team, he didn't even really know me, but he used to throw me the ball in places because I'm a cut slasher guy. I'm talking about on target. All I had to do was just finish. And that's the type of guard Chris, Chris Paul is. He's so unselfish. And what I also loved about him is that he competed on both sides of the ball. People don't really understand how much energy it takes to run a team and be on the other side, taking the challenge on the, on the best players and some of the best point guards in the game. Chris Paul done that. I think he's, he's deserving in the top five, not especially if he win a championship. And, you know, I'm looking, in my pick, I got I got Phoenix in six. I don't know what your guy's numbers is. I would love to hear them, but I got Phoenix in six.
1: Yeah, man. That's 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 a good pick. I don't know the way it's looking. is shit. It what, probably what, will be that. What's what you thinking, big?
0: I got Phoenix. I mean, I just I don't know how Phoenix. I don't think I I haven't I haven't seen. I haven't seen Phoenix play two back, two back to back, back to back bad games in a long time. That's the first thing, and I definitely don't see those guards playing bad back to back. Everybody I,
2: can't play bad.
0: I just don't. I just don't see it. I'm not. I'm not saying it can't happen, but I just. I don't see it.
2: Man, this, so could, could you imagine if we can fast forward and take our 2000 team and play in today's era? What type of what type of shit y'all think we will be doing to these boys in this type of era? The way it's so free, carefree, you can play, and and they can't touch you.
0: Well, you know the thing about it. I, I, I we 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 don't even got to bring the two thousand team into it. We can just stick to the Chris Paul discussion because he's thirty six. <laughs> so so you 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 if you if my my point is saying that. When everybody says, "What are the differences? What are the differences?" I think that I think that we're we're seeing yep. we're seeing it with Chris Paul. Yeah, we're seeing yeah. it, exactly. you know, because the game is played free. Uh, he's not touched. Uh, you know, it's a lot of switching ball screens. Uh, you know, he 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 he's been able to sustain. You know, because of the style of play that's played right right now, uh, they always and I know y'all see it, they always show the highlights and the way we play. But ironically enough, now it's been some. It's been a couple high scoring games, but man, these games have been defensive struggles.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know
0: these dudes. I I. You know it was it was one game I seen. I can't remember what playoff game it was. I think it was double double overtime, and I think it was it was just in the one tens somewhere around there. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think, you know, the crazy thing about it. And nobody talks about this because, like I said, once again, they always ask about they always they always say. How, how we have felt as players, I I don't know. I don't know if the coaching had evolved at that time enough to to to, to be at the level of what it was. So mm-hmm. you take you take when Mike Dantoni came and when, when he got to Phoenix. And I tell people this all the time. See, people forget Mike D'Antoni was with us in Portland for that year. Yeah. Man, Mike That's D'Antoni. Right, yeah. Mike Dantoni used to stand next to me at practice every day. and used to say, Man, I wish I had this team, man. We'd be getting up and down, we'd be running. Y'all remember that? Yeah, he's yeah. Telling us all the time. he used us all, all the time. Mike Dantoni yeah. said it every day. To every, he said, Damn it. If I had to a point guard, man, we'd be running, we'd be pushing the ball, man, we'd be running, we'd be dunking. We'd be dunking. He said that every day, yeah. but at that time, nobody was believing it because he just came off winning nine games with Denver. Yep. But he <laughs> said remember every that. Day. The they moment don't that the moment he got the Phoenix, the moment they got Steve Nash, man, that thing just went killing. And that to me, stuff changed then. But you know, I just, I just think, I just think like. You know, the way the game is played today, I think it's funner. Uh, you know, I, I think it's a little bit longevity. I would have – Kwaz uh, has kept – I love playing. Look, remember we used to – Eighty game, 82 games was such a badge of honor back then, man. Dudes didn't want to sit out.
2: Man, no, I don't know. Man, I bragged, for,
0: for real. I bragged, I bragged about playing 82 games nowadays, man. They said, man, go ahead and take a couple of days off. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: you know, 82 you gamer. about that. But you know, back in the day, you know, if you miss a practice, a game, somebody come for your spot. You know, you ain't want nobody. You and know, you, you, you might doing. not get it back. Man, you might not get you it. Might back. not get it back. And you know how that worked out. Yeah. The guy come in for a day, and he have twenty seven. Yeah. <laughs> Some <Something> stupid <Yeah. laughs> have his best game, especially especially in Portland. Yeah, you already know. The dudes used to be chopping at the bit to get in there and get those extended minutes. <laughs> I mean, chopping at the bit. I remember guys like 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 my, like homie Ruben Patterson. Well, I knew I couldn't twist the ankle, do nothing, because Rube was just right there, just waiting, waiting <laughs> in the wings.
1: <laughs> and then, and then here, here, it is, my same thing. Because you know, everybody thought I, I, I took it personal and all this when I was with the Blazers and they drafted Jermaine. I'm like, shit, nah, that's my little brother now. But yeah, same thing. If I got hurt, man, he was right behind me. Shit, I might not have got that spot back. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. it's, it's pushing one another. That's what we missing this game today, man. That camaraderie.
0: Hey, really? Jo J- used to go so hard in practices back then. <laughs> no, we called
2: him the kid. You talking about the skinny kid before he turned into the Hulk? Yeah, the kid. But yeah, man, it's, we we got to tell our story, man. We got we we got to get on wax and get our documentary out there, man, because we got a lot we got a lot of interesting stories to tell about our days, man, especially our side of the story, and just give people an understanding of who the fuck we was back then, man. Because a lot of people don't, you know, they got such a narrative about us and and narrow minded. So it, it's time, man. What y'all thinking? Y'all think we need to go and put some out there?
1: Yeah, man. It's it's that yeah. negative narrative. So yeah. Hey, why not? It'll make for some good TV. You know, <laughs> Pip got a book, you know, everybody else coming out. Hey,
0: why not? We just we just we just gotta we gotta we gotta start somewhere. But you know what's crazy about it? I was telling somebody this the other day. I said, man, we had a really good team and we had good guys on our team, but now we got I, I think the the thing that's crazy about is we had second generation guys. So who would have ever thought that Cole Anthony be running around them halls and <laughs> Domus, Domus Sabonis? You
1: know, yeah,
0: then 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 you know little we got Young we got, Brunson. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, Young little Jay. Thick, look, 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 look. Little thick Brunson, Jalen. Little I mean, used to always say so shut up. That's all he used to say.
2: <laughs> little Scotty. Little Scotty. Little,
0: little, little, little Pip back there. And then we got in the Then we got it, you know, shoots. Because she's, she's, she had a hell of a year as a, a freshman in Texas. J.O.'s daughter, Asha. So she, yeah. Man, yeah. she's one of the top, Asia, yeah. players. Uh, Asia. She's one of the top uh, volleyball players in the country, man.
1: And don't, and don't forget young Trent. Yep. Little, little young, young Gary Trent. Young Trent. 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 Yep. D here. Look out
2: for kim Good luck out for Sean Kemp's kids. They coming through. Yeah. He, got some, he got some baby goons coming through. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we,
1: yeah. We we climb. We up there, dog. We getting
2: old, dog. We might. We need to end it now, man. <laughs> we <laughs> need to get old, man. We we stand yeah. our age, but. but yeah, Dane, man. We man, we don't want to keep up no more of your time, man. We really appreciate you stopping through and
0: yes, sir,
2: and with us, man. You know we love you, man. As a brother, man, we just so proud of you, man, and. Just to see what you're doing has been inspiring for myself. And I know Rashid, man. So just keep everything up, man. Keep inspiring the next generation, man. We love you and blessings to you, man, and your new endeavor of being with the Boston Celtics, my brother.
0: Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all, man. Love
2: y'all. Yes, sir.